0: What's good, y'all? This is the Ten X Pay Attention podcast. My name is Benny J, and I am joined today with some fantastic guest hosts across the way. I have Miss Tanisha Cherry. What's yeah. up, Tanisha? I love being fantastic.
1: You're awesome. Yeah, that's good. The, starting the day off good.
0: That's how we get down, you know. <laughs> and to her right, we got the astounding Atu, aka Bedrock. What's good?
2: What's
0: up, man? How you feeling? Well, how you good. feeling? Yeah. How was the I'm holidays? Good. Yeah.
2: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right, I have the also astounding Miss Aaliyah Luma. How are you feeling?
3: I'm good.
0: Everyone's every, holidays were fantastic. All the best. Everything's good.
3: Yeah, why not? Good.
0: Yeah, I think I think in general we had a, we had a pretty good time. Yeah. So we're here to talk today about some some things, some things mm. that are. I guess by the time this airs, we're going to be in February. So, you know, February is obviously a month of I guess. Love and Valentine's Days. And the red light special. Wow, 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 wow. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> I think for Valentine's a gentleman, I don't actually think Valentine's is a scam as a whole part. It's just consumerism. It's a day to You really
1: think it's a scam?
0: You should care about your girlfriend or your boyfriend every day.
1: Wow. Every week. Like I feel like this it's went over mess. your head completely. Right? Like what are you talking about? I like, think Valentine's Day is a great day to just connect with your loved ones. If you're going to say that, then every holiday is a scam. Birthdays are scams, too, then.
0: Well, birthdays, not a holiday. My birthday's a holiday.
1: Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's
0: a month long stuff. No, there's all balloons online mean? and stuff is like that. that no, sure I, think, is. I think Valentine's Day is like, you know, forces consumerism and it forces you to go buy those flowers, force you to go buy that balloon. That's it. No, heart shape it doesn't. So I you choose to do that. I no, no, agree. no if, you, if you're in a relationship and you don't get somebody something on that day, it looks bad on you. No, so it doesn't. It's, it does. No, can, it doesn't. Being in a relationship on Valentine's Excuse Day, me? I can speak about that. <laughs> Oh, like do I you wait? Wait? Beer? Do you even get <laughs> gifts
1: on Valentine's Day? Are you kidding
0: me now? Stop. Of course I do. You got so, to. Anyways, you got to. Do you? Do you get gifts? Do you really? Do I get gifts? Yes, that's my. All question. my girlfriends have actually gotten me gifts on I on uh, on Valentine's Day. Whether it's a little teddy bear or yeah, chocolate. Sneakers. No. I'm Stop. <laughs> not of <at> that. are <laughs> doing way that. too much now. No, not the sneakers thing, but it's definitely just been like the chocolates. Or, you know... And you the, liked it, the, didn't you? The, the explicitives, you if you will.
1: It. Exactly. So what you complaining
0: about? Listen, it's still consumerism. I think I'm you're forced here. into it if you're no, in you a don't. relationship. If
1: a guy didn't get me something for Valentine's Day. And, and you he were in a relationship. Me. And I was in a relationship. You would a No, I wouldn't. And he, instead, he Girl. sat here and made me dinner. And... What? You have to eat. Girl,
3: you got a good bottle
1: of wine and made me dinner. I'd be happy because I'm not really a flower girl anyways. I kind of like them. I kind of don't really care about them. I don't like chocolate. And mm-hmm. it's just like, if you didn't get me an actual gift gift, I wouldn't be mad. But if you create an experience for us to share together, that it could be indoors, outdoors.
0: That's still a gift. I'm not, I'm not talking about an actual
1: so, Amazon item. So every time you cut a piece of bread for your girlfriend, that's a gift?
3: Okay, so I think the body I, of Christ. I think Stop. a big issue. I think a big issue with the reason that we think of Valentine's Day as being so consumerist is because we in North America show our affection and care by giving and buying. Yeah, Which,
0: true. Right, I think that's right? That, yeah.
3: and like we've kind of just like put that into this consumerist mindset. We're not like naturally like a very loving, super close kind of culture. Like we're not completely expressive all the time and like the mm-hmm. way other places are true mm-hmm. and what we've reduced to one day some countries have like entire seasons for like love seasons and valentine's right. seasons and we just we call it same valentine's day because of like the christian tainting and whatnot the, like the <laughs> religious like, <laughs> tainting and like it. a lot of <laughs> a lot of different things but even in like a, all all holidays that are rooted in christian religion involve involve giving and gifts because that is what the church does the church receives gifts you give gifts to show appreciation for the church right and a lot of other cultures when they celebrate things like their version of valentine's day which happens on like different days around the world the kind of the kinds of things and rituals that come together are completely different like in barcelona they have this massive holiday this massive love holiday where you Flowers are everywhere. Like just free flowers. People just come together, and you just hand out love in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But you have a giant dinner with all of your family and your giant. loved ones, and like, the couples. Dope. And there are these different things. There are different ways of expressing it, mm-hmm. but it's not attached to like religion really at all. It's just this passionate culture, and like right. Italy does a similar thing. When so, does Italy do that? I'm going there next. Italy, <laughs> like Italy, promotes love. Like no tomorrow. Like everybody's just Ooh. in love with everybody. You can buy. You can buy hotel rooms by the hour. For everyone, like you, just like <laughs> meet someone on the street, and there are all these like romance rooms. So most of my Valentine's days are actually spent with my friends. Wherever mm-hmm. I am, we'll go do something because everything's on special for two people. So mm-hmm. you just go everywhere and have a great friend date, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Even if I've been in a relationship or seeing someone, Valentine's Day has always been reserved for my best friend.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. that's yeah. cute
3: though, Valentine's
0: Speaking of friends, we, you mean, you talked about this just the other day, mm-hmm. and you brought up this, this this term of like platonic intimacy. Yeah. What's what's that all even about?
3: Like platonic intimacy, it's sharing like a very vulnerable open connection with somebody that you are not sexually attracted to, but you share a lot of like the same feelings. Like you can be romantically attracted to somebody and not be sexually attracted to them, and there are different things that come with romance and the courting, the taking care, the different love languages, things like that that aren't expressed through like sexual intimacy and that is known as like platonic intimacy so it's it can be for some people getting together with your friend cuddling and watching a scary movie on the couch we're just baking together, oh, going well, hold for on, walks. Hold
2: on. Yeah, I know. I like, know. Like, <laughs> the cuddling on See, the couch, but, but that's the thing. Platonic.
3: Yeah, cuddling oh, can absolutely God. be platonic. Do you? Do you ever hold I your have child? A do you that ever I cuddle have. with your child? Is that? Is that platonic? Like, I, I don't
0: have, have a child, so I would so not know.
3: Like, <laughs> it's just like there's different ways of being close to someone without yeah. having to be naked. That's I so wild. Um, no, I can understand that because I have a guy friend that I had a relationship
1: with like 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 that. And it was someone that I was never romantically interested in. and.
0: But was he romantically interested in you? I don't yeah. think he ever
1: was. Um, like later, because I literally have known him since like preteen years. Mm-hmm. So I think like at one point, like later in adult life, I don't think he was seriously trying to shoot his shot.
0: But did you guys ever make out?
1: No, we've never been at nothing like that at all. Um, so you can be... Strictly platonic.
0: Romantically?
3: There is a difference between romantic attraction and sexual attraction. Just like there's a difference between sexual orientation and sex. Like, and, like, identity and gender. It's all very separate. Like, on a scale, you can be um, romantically attracted to, like men so say like say as a woman you can be romantically attracted to men but sexually attracted to women so you want like the household the family these different things with a man but you are sexually aroused by women you can be on completely opposite ends of the scale or you can be on like different points and all like it's it's this big spectrum Hmm. but it can be completely separate and when platonic intimacy comes into play it's because you can share some sort of attraction to one another like an intimate attraction without it being a sexual attraction and it's this huge separation of, like, sex and care, and it's... I can believe it. I definitely am. <laughs> no, I just... Couple. It's just wild. Like, I think imagine. I have two guy friends that I've
1: definitely experienced that with. And Interesting. One, yeah. And, imagine. yeah, the, one of them, I'm still really...
0: Well, I'm still good friends
1: with one of them, but one of them is married now.
0: <laughs>
1: he's married now but um yeah so you know, obviously we definitely there's like had that
0: rules really... around this because you can just slide in someone's DMs and be like "You always want to be platonic with you
1: I don't think it's necessarily a rule like when I think about my experience with my two guy friends it's just that we were always been really great friends but it's definitely been a, like situations where it's like oh let's have a movie night and we'll cook for each other and it's like we'll watch a movie and it's like I don't consider it like cuddling because I think mm-hmm. for me the word cuddling is reserved for someone that I'm like romantically interested in So I guess it's, like, me separating it just by the word. But, like, you know, I'm going to put my feet on you. But isn't cuddling,
0: like, the act? Like, you're cuddling. I think there could like be different int- versions int- 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 of it as
3: well.
1: But like, I could just lay on Whoa. you or something like that. Help me, like, help me, hold 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 me hold.
0: bedrock, come on. I'm just no, like, like I'm not, lost <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, they're not groping me. They're not
1: touching my boobs. They're not touching my butt or anything. So I mm-hmm. feel like
0: it's it, naturally what, like if see, we're but, cuddling.
1: Like if I was laying here watching
3: a movie and it's like I
1: decided to prop my legs on him and stuff like that. Like something that's something normal I do with my guy friends.
3: I think there. I think what makes this so hard for people to understand is there's this. Idea that men and women can't be friends mm-hmm. because they could potentially be sexually attracted to one another. But if you take that to a scale that isn't reduced to only heteronormativity, and you put someone in the room who is, say, bisexual or has different sexual orientation, and you say, "Oh, you can't be friends with anyone you're potentially sexually attracted to," that means you can't be friends with absolutely anybody.
0: No, and I don't. I don't think that's the case because I definitely. I think there's I've like got my home
2: girl. Like, yeah, I like got really a girl that I'm really tight with. Yeah, never been romantic. You've just been, she's just like one of my best friends. Mm. So I, 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 I understand what you're saying with that, like that part, but the whole cuddling. <laughs> but, just, uh, but, it depends on,
1: but it depends on what kind of cuddling you're doing. Like everyone exactly. has their version of it. Like when mm. I think of with those guy friends, it was never, never anything unappro- inappropriate to either mm-hmm. one of us. Mm-hmm. But maybe to an outside person who doesn't know the dynamic of our relationship, they would. And this has happened with both parties. They're like, oh, you guys are really cute You should date." And we're both like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. Never. Like, you're a great person, you're amazing, but you're not my person
3: It's also a different love language, right? So Mm -hmm. maybe some people like to be close to one another. They like to, like, sit... I don't know. I feel like maybe with women it's more common. But um, when I'm with my girlfriends, like, we'll sit close together, like, on a couch. Like, all of us will try to squeeze into one area. Mm -hmm. We'll put our arms around each other all the time. We'll, like, hug. We'll dance. It's, it's, like, whatever. Like, my roommate and I just break into dance Mm -hmm. all the time together. Mm -hmm. But it's just how we like how we bond, how we spend time together. And then I have guy friends who I'll hang out with or like any friends. I don't know. It's just it's it's a different type type of intimacy. It's being just open and vulnerable without having to make some sort of sexual connection. Usually mm-hmm. that sexual connection happens in relationships when you want to be close in like a very specific way. Mm-hmm. Right? But when it comes to like friendship, you get things from one another, certain supports, certain kinds of company, things like that from another person. And you just like you share your love differently.
0: Yeah, no, I can I can definitely see that if you start like opening it up way wider and and, and start talking about how different dynamics happen. even if you're talking about like sports and how you are on sports teams exactly. and stuff like that and, and, and the people that you want to be around or even just like, yeah, you connect with a home girl or a home guy that maybe is more indirect relationship to like maybe that idea, that industry or whatever. And you guys are able to bond over that more so than someone else. And it's not romantic at all interesting
3: exactly it's that comfortability but you mentioned sports teams and like guys can all shower in the same room together and yeah but we're like not attracted you... to other. no yeah. exactly that's the point you're not yeah. sexually Attractive. attracted yeah. to each other but, but you're that's comfortable intimacy. We're just showering. oh 100% that's intimacy and guys walk around the
1: locker room naked they exactly. talk to each other
3: junk swinging and it's not even a thought you're just so not. comfortable with one another, and you're in this place where you can mm-hmm. share that vulnerability, that comfortability. Mm-hmm. You can be completely bare, but you're bonding, you're growing out, and it's right. fine. And that's, but it's like associated with sport. It's team. And the things that sport teams will do together. Yeah, you know, it's the same. It's okay. essentially
0: the same. I'll just give you that. It makes
1: sense. I like that term. I love it.
0: Hmm. Okay, so if we're talking, there's that side of it, but then Mm -hmm. where does that line happen with friends with benefits? Like, where does that line come in? That's different. Okay? Yeah. So friends with benefits is more so you're choosing to partake in the sexual attraction, and you're making things happen, Mm -hmm. but you're not claiming the title of boyfriend and girlfriend.
1: I feel like friends with benefit is just the physical aspect, and you don't have any of necessarily, like, the emotional part. Like, it's just, I just want to— Until someone
0: gets the emotional part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is the thing, thing. Oh, Someone you're, always going, yeah. you're
1: going into it saying, like, we just want to be physical, whatever happens after whatever, but I initially... Think, I think that's
0: pretty. I that's, think that's pretty common today, everyone wants to, you know, partake in hookup culture,
1: right?
0: I'm
1: mm-hmm. not into it, I've never been into it, I'm not here for it, huh? but that's me, and I have nothing you against either. anybody else that Obviously, does, huh? but... Um, you're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything against anyone that um does because I've seen successful friends with benefit situations and it's just like I don't know how y'all do it, but where either part neither party like they just want the physical aspect and that's it. They don't want to be in a relationship with each other mm-hmm. either because they're actually not interested in that person like that and they just want to be physical or they just don't, they're not interested in the idea of a relationship at all with anybody. Right.
3: Yeah. I think it mm-hmm. comes down to, like, I think friends with benefits is really self-serving whereas platonic yeah. intimacy is a mutual thing. You're definitely getting something from the other person. That quality in your life is really important where friends with benefits, mm-hmm. it's somebody that you just feel comfortable enough with to have sex with frequently, um, but you could be doing that with another person in the sense, like that sexual act is disposable in a in a way, yeah. Because you can find that with another person.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it's not so much the bond that's the most important. The friendship part just makes it easier to talk about it, to like to make that next step. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
3: be open, be safe, yeah, be honest. Yeah, Hopefully. no.
0: What What are your guys' thoughts on that? Like, I mean, you said that you you're not into that that the hookup culture. And stuff I'm not like that. into
1: the hookup. Culture. You've retired
2: from that. Yeah, I'm not in <laughs> you out the game. You're man. Out, the game man. <laughs> you out the game. One but night dance. When I guess when I was in the game, yeah. Um, I definitely had a hookup buddy mm-hmm. in the past, mm-hmm. and it was it it is it, it was toxic. It wasn't there wasn't anything good about the relationship <laughs> because eventually somebody got feelings, right. and then it just ended up. Two people who are friends looking yeah. were up weren't friends anymore. Facts. Mm-hmm. Right? So, facts.
1: Do you feel like that happens because there starts to be like a gap in the communication? Yeah. Where it's just sure. like, I'm catching feelings and I'm not communicating it. And now I'm starting to like resent you low key because I don't feel like you're
2: reciprocating those feelings, mm-hmm. even though initially going into this, this yeah, is we, what we're we talked about. We thought we had like a dialogue about how it was supposed to be. But then yeah. when you got there, the dialogue was out the window, so it became more than what it needed to be.
0: Right, or and someone else was on another page and just wasn't, you know... Sex changes everything.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely.
3: So I'm a really big fan of this concept called conscious uncoupling. Mm-hmm. Tell and us about it, girl. <laughs> it was introduced by a woman named Thomas. She wrote a book about it. Her last name's Thomas, and it kind of just explains the fact that we are living so much longer and that staying with the same person for an entire lifetime is becoming quite a feat and like Mm. it's quite a task to do. And she suggested the fact that when we were meeting somebody and marrying them, having children, children with them, doing all these things by our 20s, building a household, having all this done by our 30s, raising children for them to do the next thing. That was very, that made a lot of sense because we were only living to be around 50 years old when this mentality really started. Mm. So like what we would do in a 20 year span was necessary because we didn't have the time to do anything else. And we had one goal, and it was to preserve who we are, to preserve our society, and to keep going, and to maintain our households, our bloodlines, things like that. But now we are living so long. So children born in the late 2010s are expected to be living into their hundreds effortlessly. And because of that, we essentially have the ability to live multiple lifetimes like what would have been one lifetime a 20-year span 30-year span we are experiencing that two three four times Mm -hmm. in one go Mm -hmm. so staying with the same person expecting that you will not evolve change ever have different needs wants you will never migrate you will never end up at a different place in your life and being in that same place forever with a partner who's also in that same place forever is nearly impossible and that's Mm -hmm. leading to the contributing rates of the increased rates of divorce and like marriage is failing, just any kind of like relationships ending after a certain amount of time. And it usually comes down to just incompatibility in life. Things are changing so exponentially Mm -hmm. that we cannot stay with the same person forever. But that doesn't mean it has to be the end of the world when the relationship ends. People don't have to break. Things don't have to fall apart. What's essentially happening is who you are to one another is changing, but you can still love that person. Your relationship Mm -hmm. just becomes something different. So you're saying Lee Simmons has the right idea. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I love her she's amazing can you, she's can you so-
0: elaborate on it
1: <laughs> morley simmons is the ex-wife of hip-hop maven russell russell simmons, russell simmons. um they were in a relationship for a long time they were married for a long time they got divorced um kids, she then two. she right. has two daughters with him mm-hmm. beautiful amazing um both over the age of 18 i think now and she moved on to another relationship with um I can't remember his name. Oh, is that Dimash? Dimash Dimash. Verhusa? Yes. They got married. Apparently it didn't end up being legal though because they did in Africa, but whatever. They had a (laughs) child and they were married for some time. That relationship ended, and then she moved on to her current relationship. I can't remember his name. Tim something, I think. I could be very wrong. Um, And now they have a child together, and she's had a child with each one of them, and it just seems like she has a great relationship with all of them. Um, They're still in each other's lives. They spend the holidays together. They vacation together. And even... In these new relationships, her and Russell have really maintained a really positive um, family structure, even though they're not in a relationship anymore. For their daughters, him having a great relationship with her other kids for other men, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's a really great and healthy dynamic that I've always admired about her because it's just like, it's really about the kids and family, just because we get divorced doesn't mean we're not family anymore. Right? You know, we can still very much be in our life. It doesn't have to be this public toxic situation. And I'm sure maybe ending it, it wasn't the most positive, but they've seemed to be able, been able to regroup and get on the same page. You guys want to say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great.
1: That's
3: I, I agree. I think that, that's like a very healthy thing. But how you end one relationship completely determines how you enter into another one. This is true. And if you're ending on bad terms, if you're ending in a place where you're miscommunicating, where you're angry, you're carrying that into your next relationship and it's not going to work regardless because mm-hmm. you have not healed from that first relationship, but that pain that is carried over only exists if you're like cutting off this person completely from your life. You're just breaking this tie, you're quitting cold turkey, you're putting yourself through all of this pain at the same time of trying to migrate into a place where you can feel happiness again, mm-hmm. but you're, you've never made peace with that pain. Mm-hmm. And what happens is because we are so focused on the fact that we have to be with somebody. If a relationship ends, we've failed as a person. We are no longer complete. We've lost this giant part of ourselves and we force them out because we think that healing is removing them from us as if their love was never sustainable. Mm. And, that's such a massive thing in creating all this like tension and mistrust in future relationships because we are carrying over this anger that we just don't understand because it's misplaced it doesn't need to be there Mm -hmm. your relationship does not need to stay the same you do not need to stay the same to the person you do not need to lose all of your friends all of your other relationships all of these connections you do not have to break the family unit completely to for it to change
2: interesting what was your problem sir no, I have no problem with <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's a crazy concept.
3: Cause, yeah, I, mean, let's
0: see you get I was like, st- you are not agreeing <laughs> with this.
1: You
2: get to 60? I, I, I don't, know, I don't know if I, I agree with it, though. Like, it's not I, saying
1: that you have to you know, do I'm it. It's just, I just that.
2: I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I can see where, like, it can happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. For me, it's just not. It's not for me.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I'm getting <clears throat> and would get into a marriage, you know, with the idea about knowing that there's going to be somebody else at another point in my life. I can, I can totally conceptualize how that makes perfect sense. Like your, our lifespans are, have increased and we mm-hmm. change so much mm-hmm. on a daily, weekly, yearly basis. And I think, I think Charlemagne the God said this. He said um, his marriage was based on the idea of who are you willing to go on this journey with in life? Versus being, who am I in love with? Mm -hmm. It's more so, who do I want to have these experiences with? And that kind of shifts how you approach these things, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're happy, Mm -hmm. when you're sad, you know, and then you guys are learning from that. Maybe you're not on the same page, but because you said you wanted to take this journey together, you understand that it is a journey. Right,
3: but it's not entering a relationship knowing that it's going to end or going to change. It's Mm -hmm. when you get to that point, when you realize you have changed Mm. and you like one of you is kind of already out of the relationship. Uh, It's not what it used to be. You're not fully committed. Things are happening where you do not want to be in that relationship anymore, but you don't want to lose that person. Right. So your relationship has to change, Mm. but it doesn't have to completely end, which is the concept of conscious uncoupling. It's realizing that, what you thought was going to be a lifelong journey really isn't. Mm. But you understand that the love that you've always had for this person and the care is still present, it just, it's changing. And mm-hmm. how you deliver it to one another is changing. So it's consciously being aware that both of you are removing yourselves from the relationship as you know it mm-hmm. to form a different relationship, but in a place where you guys can be... In that romantic relationship with someone else, your needs are changing, your interests, your location, different things, who you are as a person has evolved mm. and like you're when you, not growing together. Like when you transition to, you know, you're two people in a relationship and you have a
1: child, maybe you're not married and then you guys decide not to be in a relationship anymore and now you have to move
3: into co-parenting. Like, I feel like that would be an example of that. Exactly. Like you're consciously uncoupling because you realize it's best for you, but you understand that your relationship needs like, you have some sort of connection. There's something that is bringing you guys together and maybe it's the love that you share for your child. Maybe you'll always love one another, but you're just no longer compatible like you thought you were. Mm. Like, you don't go into it being like, this is going to end, I'm going to move on, like, I'm going to get my squeeze and then find another one later (laughs) on, you know? like
0: (laughs) Skirt, skirt. Wow.
3: It's just like, you just understand, like, Life is situational. You have no control, no idea what's going to happen in the next 20 years, 30 years. Mm. But it's understanding that if that relationship ends, your life doesn't end. Yeah. Okay, right? not- you will find yeah. something else. You will find a hobby. You will find a person. You will find something else that fulfills you. You don't need to be with someone forever in the same way. Mm. If, like, if, that's, yeah. if that's not who you are. I, I what, love that I you that say that, that because
1: term. I feel like I've heard so many of my girlfriends say before at some point in a relationship that they were in, say... I don't want to break up with him, even though they agree that the relationship has become toxic and the person has, you know, hurt them in so many ways. Um, And they're literally dying inside and they always say, I can't imagine my life without them. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, that's so scary Mm -hmm. to like, (laughs) that's so scary to say. Mm -hmm. That's so scary to Mm -hmm. hear. Mm -hmm. And it's just like. Girl, you're going to be fine. Yeah. You know, but everything's a process. Just like falling in love. It's a process. It's something you opened yourself up to. You invited yourself to get to know that person, Mm -hmm. you know, and you made that decision. It's not something that like people always say, like, well, I just fell in love. No, there are conscious steps that happen. It doesn't just happen overnight. There's things that you and the other person were doing for you to enter that space.
3: And it's leading to this trend. I'm not <laughs> sure if you've seen <laughs> What?
0: Sometimes it hits you across the side of the head, though. Anyways.
3: Maybe it
1: seems like that, yeah. but there are things, if you really go back and reflect on it, there were things that were happening to set that into motion. Yeah, so when but, you break up with someone, you have to set that into motion.
2: But is, well, this is another point I think we can talk about. Is that lust or love? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. see but here's the thing love mutates and it migrates it's just the condition of it existing right so Mm. lust is completely a part of love it's like a side effect and whatnot but love itself is this bond that connects you to another person and love is different right love can change love can be accepted in different ways and when you are with someone and you really love them um, and you, you're lusting for them, that's, like, that lust, and lust and love... Would you say lust is more attraction? Yeah, I was going to say lust is attraction. Lust is this sexual expression. Lust definitely is this sexual way of connecting. Yeah. Love is just, it's a tether that forms in different ways. There are different love languages. There are different ways of showing that you love someone, and there are different ways of loving people, and your, your relationship can change. You can still love that person, hmm. but you are no longer sexually driven to be with them, and that's what lust is. It's it's lust is the the hormone. Okay. right love is the relationship
0: um, yeah and i and I, I like to equate love in a relationship to trust i feel like if you don't have trust it's, it's 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 impossible to to love said person and even if you i think you can be in love with someone but i think that comes from trust as well uh, mm-hmm. and knowing who they are and they know who you are and having that level of loyalty like you alluded to earlier is yeah like that that main fiber that makes everything else work mhm
1: um, so, with, um, relationships and situations and Valentine's Day coming up, what are the tips that you guys have for people in your situation, like, to, um, on celebrating Valentine's Day? Is your best friend, located? she doesn't live here, or? She does. She does?
3: Yeah. Okay. So We've guys... always had the privilege of living in the same city, except for, like, when I was abroad for a while, yeah. but, um, so that was the only Valentine's Day I missed with Aww. her, but we grew up together, like, high school, middle school, moved to Calgary together both went to school here. So, yeah. you would definitely recommend girls having some girl time. It's always just kind of been our thing and I think we've never really had serious relationships. We don't like settle down, bunker down. We don't seek that out. We don't want that kind of attention very often mm-hmm. and it was just a way for us to spend time together and we I don't know, I've always just really done that. I don't know. I've I was taken taken on a date one time near Valentine's Day by a guy that I was seeing and he like asked me to pay for half and I don't know Like he planned it like if we had planned it together I right. would have been like okay yeah like we we're doing all of these events Girl. and he's like I have an entire night planned for you yeah. and he was like do you want to get this bill? Girl. and I was like do you want yeah. to meet someone else? and you know it was just yeah. like he heart. ended up paying? no I paid I paid oh. did, you continue oh. the, did you continue the rest of the day? Uh, well, we did. And then I just, we just kind of started like stopping, I guess, but it was just like, I don't know. He, if he hadn't planned the entire thing, right? I would have, we like had worked on it together. Do you know what I mean? It was like, it was like a big thing. Like there were, yeah. there was dinner, there was a movie, there was a show, like there were all of these things. And then he was like, Oh, I don't have enough money for it. And I was like, okay, but like, maybe, why don't you tell me that beforehand? I'd be like, hey, do you want to do this together? Do you want to work wow. on this together? And it ended up becoming like a trend where he never had like enough money for it. Girl, so that, 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 no, was no, that was like like a different thing. Stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I want to duck so down. So I'm fast.
0: talking about a, t- a tip for that is do your due diligence. And yeah. make sure, you know, Mandem is taking care of the date if yeah. you're going on the date. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's Benny, crazy. Any tips, Benny? <laughs> oh, I think if you're going to set the date, be willing to pay for the date. It's the first and foremost thing. If you're going to set it, like, I I, I do this even with business meetings. If someone's like, yo, let's go for coffee. Like, if you ask me to go for coffee, you better be taking care of the coffee. And he has gotten me Starbucks once or twice. That's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. But, I mean, (laughs) I think from that, too, that's that's an unfortunate situation. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think my biggest thing, man, is expectations, man. Set those, you know, whether you're going to be in a relationship or a situationship or – this is going to be something that's serious, it's going to be a long-term situation, or what you're looking for out of the relationship, why you guys are together, why you like that person. I think setting expectations and every step of the way is usually the small things, it's never the big things. It's never like, oh, they didn't do this big, grandiose thing for me. It's mm-hmm. usually just like, you know, those small expectations of like, oh, you didn't call me at 7 p.m. It's like, when did you ask me to call you at 7 p.m.? You know what I, mean? <laughs> it's, exactly. I, I think it's just those small things building up over time, and if you can... Stay ahead of that and be clear with what you like and what you're looking for and and try to find out what your partner is looking for. Then you'll be all right. Communication Mm -hmm. is key.
1: Communication is key. That's pretty much what my advice is. I think for anyone with the Valentine's Day coming up, whether you're single or in a relationship or married, whatever the case is, I feel like it's a good time to regroup with people that you care about and, you know, hold dear to your heart and just communicate, have some conversations. It doesn't have to be something combative. You don't have to be confronting them about something negative, but it could Mm -hmm. just be something simple like you guys, whether it's a really good girlfriend or whether it's a boyfriend, whatever the case is, you know. Plan a little night for each other, whether you go out or stay in and talk, (laughs) talk, have a conversation, you know, communication
2: is key. Yeah. Bring up maybe like
1: (laughs) create like a little index card of like random questions to have. Like, I think that would be so funny. I think the one thing people don't like going out anymore to restaurants and sitting down and talking because it's uncomfortable and you know I think it would be interesting to just put together like a deck of random cards and questions that you guys both contribute and just answer them over dinner and it's just it opens up the that is a good conversation yeah. that's, 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 a a good one. that's a fun date that's heard kind of fun right wow. the 36
3: questions to fall in love proposed by the New York Times no and any, oh, anybody huh? could ask each other these questions and they're like these very intimate questions but they escalate in a way where you get to know somebody and like and you just fall in love like it's like it's just like <laughs> it's You start to like you develop this really really deep connection, and they try it with like strangers all the time. There's a website, and it's really nice. It's really fun. Like, it'll you ask a question, so um, you take turns. One person has the phone, you read the question out loud, and then the other person answers. Then you hand the phone to the other person, so you don't know what question's coming next. So you're both asking each other, you're taking turns speaking first. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna ask this question now, you answer, and then it just being like that, it's you go back and forth, and at the end of it. You just like you know so much about one another, That's right. and it's
2: it's, it's a very dope. intimate
3: thing. Yeah, it's really I'm like go,
2: I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do that. How about the playlist situation? What's going on with the music?
1: Look, first of all, <laughs> let me just say this. I'm gonna put it out
0: there. I am one of those girls that, in between
1: the sheets, I like to have a playlist playing. Oh, so oh, it's like that. I was very excited to prepare for this. Is this is
0: is this just in general? or Is this on Valentine's Day? This is in general.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, what's so funny. I came across a guy one time where he does not like music, and I was like, what i just you know it just it it gets me in the mood (laughs) (laughs) okay so my bay day playlist
0: okay okay
1: so there's a little old stuff and current stuff um more old than current actually there's no current on here i lied. (laughs) um so my first song is 112 cupid
2: Ooh.
1: Right? right um i got reintroduced to that song in the docuseries um when they see us Okay. with the part with Raymond when he's like about to hook up with the girl and they start playing it. It's really cute. And I was like, oh, I do about this song. Anyways, Ms. Janet Jackson, mm. Anytime, Anyplace. Okay, okay. Beyonce, Dance for You. Isley Brothers, Between the Sheets. <laughs> Usher featuring Beyonce, Hey Daddy Remix. Okay, okay. Cherish, Show and Tell, SWV, All Night Long, Sierra, Body Party, and Trey Song's Dive In.
0: Oh, wow. Because I'm about <laughs>
1: to die. <Okay. laughs> you already know where I'm at. That is my Mayday uh,
2: playlist. Bedrock, what, what, what you saying, doggy? Uh, okay. Um, for me, mostly just two artists that come to mind. And I, I don't really do the eight artists. I didn't break it down. But Teddy Pendergrass, anything with Teddy Pendergrass. <sighs> Teddy. And uh, anything D'Angelo. Really?
0: I have to pull up my pull up my list real quickly here. Anything D'Angelo? <laughs> anything
2: D'Angelo, anything Teddy P. That's
3: me. Mm. If you think you're lonely now. All right, so... Hey, what you got? What you got? What wait hey, <laughs> until tonight. Um, <laughs> I think there are some things on my list that definitely reflect the fact that I grew up in the prairies. <laughs> 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 Give it to us, Oh, uh, no. But, but, I don't know. I... On my list would probably be These Arms by Luke James. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. Honey by Kalani. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Best Part, Her and Daniel Caesar. Okay. Japanese Denim, Daniel Caesar. Okay. Uh, Sunday Candy by uh, like Donnie Trump in The Social Experiment. Yeah. Yeah. And then If I Ever Saw Heaven by Roan Ash. That's a very like, um, it's not a country song, but it's definitely like a folky kind of uh-huh. vibe. Mm-hmm. Like folky rock. And then fall in love by Barcelona, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very vibey. And then Shameless by The Weeknd.
1: Tights, I have tights. heard of none of these songs. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm probably. gonna go check them all out because they kind of seem like they're a
0: vibe. I'm not gonna go buy any of my OG stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some some current, just random random joints that I got on here. You're no fun. Let's see <laughs> what we got. What we got? I got Blame by Bryson Tiller. Um, I got When You're Ready by Justin. Is that Skye. a ha- wait wait? Is
1: that a happy song? Blame
0: probably. <laughs> Up late by Ari Is this Lennox. Your own playlist? Yeah, yeah. I call it bedroom. Yeah, grams. I was gonna say it's titled. <laughs> 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 I, them. I got I got fire by Sir. Um, I got Good Love by Eleven Eleven. It's a cat out in Serrano Um, I got Good Lovin' by Jaquez. If you know the R and B king. <laughs>
1: oh, I love his song that. It's so
0: good. The the remix or his actual music. His actual music. Yeah, he's been killing <laughs> these remixes the for real, for real, for real, for <laughs> real. Um, I got sexual by YK Osiris, even though it's not like, you know, some like bedroom thing.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm like looking at this
0: playlist. Like I'm telling you, man, I'm just keeping this thing like, you know, a little bit, not too, not too Teddy Pendergrass, but a little bit, you know,
1: I guess we have different things on our minds.
0: (laughs) A little bit free, free, free flowing, if you will. Even Kehlani, you know, what's up? Kevin Ross, which insides in my bed with Rotimi, you know, shout out to power. You guys know who Rotimi is. He's so cute. <laughs> so yeah, man, we are just keeping it. We keeping it funky, man. Keeping it nice and light. So,
1: so where do you play this playlist? Is this over dinner? Bluetooth. Bluetooth. No, like, wh- like <laughs> when are you playing? Bluetooth. When are you playing this playlist? Is it over dinner?
0: Over dinner? Why would I do that over dinner? Oh, this is like your bedroom. This is really your bedroom my, playlist. My my list was called the bedroom jams. But blame. Listen.
1: I can't. You know, what's so funny. You know what the worst part is? Because I put a lot of thought into my bedroom playlist yeah. because. I am that person where it's just like if the wrong song comes on, oh my goodness! It throws everything off because you're just
0: like. Listen, I'm just playing music. I don't know who's listening to this podcast right now. I, mean, I play it all over. I play the bedroom when I'm cleaning my bedroom up. You know, <laughs> putting the sheets on. Stop it!
1: You know you don't have no sheets on your bed.
0: But ultimately, <laughs> you're right. Even, who kidding. even uses sheets? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think ultimately, like, we, this this whole, we want to pay attention because this was a, the Valentine's edition. But uh, anybody have any last last comments, last words, last... Strap up. <laughs> Strap up, get your cap up, you know, do whatever you ever, get your boots on, you know. No glove, no love. Do all that kind of stuff. Um, this mm-hmm. has been a fantastic time with you all. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Thanks
3: for having me. Absolutely. Thanks forward. for convincing me to do this. Hey, got you. You're coming back
0: now. You okay. can't yeah. not come back.
3: We'll see, we'll
0: see. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Benny J. I'm out. Toodles.
2: Bye. <laughs> <laughs>